welcome to Tis Talk. Welcome to Tis Talk. This is a podcast coming from Tisbury, Wiltshire and surrounding villages. I'm Julianne Murphy. And I'm Mary Myers. This is the week beginning the 24th of April. After a short break, we're very happy to be back and this is episode one of season three. This week we have the second part of Derek Tucker's memories. In those days, we used to, I used to go courting on a bike. After that, Mary talks to two businesswomen in Tisbury, B. James of the established Ashley Wood Farm and Joe Crichton of the new Flint and Fallow, the ladies' clothes shop in the high street. There's a kind of wave of love, I always feel, in this, this place and people feel it when they come down here and it's like, oh, there's a peacefulness. Next, we have more gardening tips and beekeeping news from Rosie Buck up on Vicarage Road. Sitting by the pond and having a look and a think, cutting back the old growth. And we finish with our What's Ons featuring the Tisbury Flower Group. In the last episode of Tis Talk, I talked to Derek Tucker, who was born and grew up in Tisbury in the 30s. This week he starts by telling me about a plane crashing near what is now the Nadder Centre. And there was two planes. Uh, another plane crashed in Tisbury. And what is the Leisure Centre now, which was the school. In the field below that, uh, this um, Liberator, late at night, and it crashed in the field. So that de- was an RAF plane? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a um, wheel, it was a big hole, yeah. Tisbury on fire and low, so, and all the, all the shops in the high street blew out. What, from the... From the explosion. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I got married in, in 1956. Paul was born in, in 1958, my second son in 60. And my son is born in 58, is just 65 last week. So he's retired. (laughs) (laughs) And I've got four grandchildren and four great-grandchildren. Ah, how nice. And did you marry a Tisbury girl? No, um, Sheila came from Fovent. Oh, a long way away. Yeah. So (laughs) in those days, I used to go courting on a bike. Used to ride the bike to uh, the Fovent. Yeah, <laughs> not many people would ride a bike to go court in these days. The girls would say, "What kind of car you got, or what does it look <laughs> yeah, like?" Yeah, they wouldn't be interested yeah, in your bicycle no, on a bike. And did you did you used to go to dances when you yes, were courting? The first time I took Sheila properly, we went to Watercastle to a ball in 1955. Well, uh, who had Wardour Castle in uh, those it, days? It was, well, Lord Arundel had died. He was taken prisoner at Dunkirk and uh, he ended up in Coditz because he escaped a few times and he's repatriated in um, September 44. Chester Hospital, he died. So he, his coffin was brought back to Watercastle. And I actually, my, as my father did taxi service for... The, the Arundos. I, I was nine, and I went up and seen him in his coffin before he was buried at the crypt at Water Castle. So the castle at that stage was still owned by the Arundels. Yeah, and it was sold up then 
and uh, it was a girls' school for a while, and then it was turned into flats and That's or, right. apartments. But going back, you've gone to a ball. Yeah. With your future wife, who you're courting. And um, when we went to the the ball at Watercastle, I, I didn't get her home until two o'clock in the morning, and her father was standing on the doorstep. I didn't get out the car. I let Sheila get out, and uh, I drove away because I borrowed the car that evening because I had to do some taxi work. That's why we were late, because... She had to wait around for me to do drop, take people to Tisbury and go back and, right. and fetch her before I took her home. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, like in the Crown, there was three bars in the Crown uh, called the Smoke Room, and there was a little entrance hall, and there was a bench along there. The people who sit was, was only about ten foot wide. So, if you just wanted a quick drink, you went there, and there was a tap room where. On Saturdays, the ladies used to come, but the ladies weren't allowed into the smoke room because they played darts, shove apne and crib and that. And uh, you couldn't see across the room for smoke in those days. <laughs> so, uh, and they, the men used to go and see if their wives wanted a top of a drink occasionally and that. So it's, it's totally different. Very different. Yeah. Tis Talk, a podcast from Tisbury on tistalk.buzzsprout.com. And now we hear from B. James and Joe Crichton. Both of them live on the same premises as their business. They told us what it's like to live above the shop. First, we hear from an established wedding business at Ashley Wood, run by B. James and her husband, Rafe. So Ashley Wood Farm is um, it's owned by the Fontill Estate, so we rent the whole property and the, the land around here. And um, it is our home, and it's also our business. So we run a business here using, utilising the space, utilising the beautiful buildings. What we do predominantly is weddings, right. which we do between April and October, and just once a week at the weekends. I think Rafe... Rafe is more the kind of face of it in a way. He's wonderful at, at kind of hosting the space. Mm. And I tend to do a lot more of the bookings. There's a kind of wave of love, I always feel, in this, this place. And people feel it when they come down here and it's like, oh, there's a peacefulness. And yeah. I think that has an effect on a place. And our house is kind of slightly separate. So people often say, gosh, isn't it intrusive having all these you know, people around? But weirdly enough when everyone's in the courtyard and sort of celebrating their weddings over over that side um we face the valley so we can the valley is going up towards tisbury and that's our sort of um orientation and actually when we're in our garden and in in the house we don't weirdly enough we don't hear anything i think people in tisbury often say they hear the music louder than probably we hear it right right so it it isn't as intrusive as i imagined it would Mm. be actually thank you very much b thank you thank you so now you know what goes on down by the lake at that sign for Ashley Wood on Hindon Lane. So next we hear from a brand new shop, Flint and Fallow. So I'm here with Jo Crichton on Tisbury High Street and she's in a new shop. Well, the name of the shop's called Flint and Fallow and I started three weeks ago. Um, and I'm trying to find things that are very a bit different and not too pricey. 
and just beautiful colours because I personally love colour and um, I love putting things together and really that's what I'm all about um, and I live behind. I live behind the shop so my commute is, is literally just to open the door. So, Fantastic. Yeah. So you've taken over the old fish shop. Yes. Um, you've got women's clothes and jewellery. Um, can and you just describe? Lots things. Um, lots of, um, I've got some artists from Edinburgh who do glass work and make lovely earrings. Um, and I've got Liberty scrunchies, Liberty headbands. Um, and I've got somebody who makes lovely candles. Um, so I'm just trying to find things that are a little bit different but not too pricey. And I also um, have got at the moment some wire work from Pauline Dawkins-White who does beautiful animals and chickens and things made out of recycled wire. So. Fantastic. Well, welcome to Tisbury and, you know, best of luck. Thank you very much and I'm loving being in Tisbury. Thank you. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at TizTalkRadio. Now Rosie Buck, our regular gardening correspondent, is preparing for spring and checking on her bees. I've looked in the bees and opened them up this weekend, which means taking out the floors, um, having a look in the top, checking that they're all right, moving any frames to the outside that might need replacing and then putting on a queen excluder and a super which as I said before the super is where the bees will store their excess honey but why you do that at this time of year is that you're trying to prevent them wanting to swarm and one of the triggers for swarming is that they feel like they've got too many bees in a small space so it's a bit like giving them a little bit of an extension so they they feel that they won't trigger swarming which means that the queen laying queen cells which then will hatch out and the old queen would go off in a swarm as i say this normally happens at april time but now is the time that they get triggered to start doing it another thing i've been doing is sitting by the pond and having a look and a think cutting back the old growth and scooping out some of the leaves and little bits that have fallen in there it's looking very clear at the moment, but that's because we've had so much rain, so it's all, all looking quite fresh water. And being very careful not to scoop out any tadpoles, although I never seem to get a lot of tadpoles. There is much evidence of frogs and toads around the pond, but I think the newts probably gobble up any frog spawn or, or tadpoles that there are. But anyway, giving it a little bit of a, a scoop out and a clean and maybe doing a little bit more of taking out excess growth Another thing I've been doing is looking at the pelagoniums. I mean, we sometimes call them geraniums, but they're really pelagoniums. And taking cuttings. So those, I've kept them inside over winter. And now is a good time, just as they're beginning to put on a bit of new growth, is to take some cuttings from them and, and cut them back. Again, it feels very cruel because they're just putting on a lovely new bit of green growth. But if you can cut them back a bit, you'll get much bushier, better plants. And then you can put the bits you've chopped off, taking just below a leaf node, which means where the leaves come out, taking off any excess leaves and putting them into a tumbler of water and leaving them somewhere warm. 
so on a windowsill or a greenhouse. And then again, in a few weeks' time, you'll see the roots developing and you can pot those up and you'll have lots of new pelargoniums for bedding out in the summer and your original ones will be nice and neat and tidy. So that's it really from what I've been doing this week. Still with quite a rotation of putting seeds into the propagator and now pricking out various seedlings that are popping up such as the tomatoes and peppers and the marigolds that I spoke about a few weeks ago. Um, So getting ready for that all-important time when you will want to be planting things out. This Tuesday, the Tisbury Flower Group is celebrating its 70th anniversary with a special guest, Michael Bowyer. Hello, my name is Tricia Carroll and I am the chairman and have been of the Tisbury Flower Group for the last 20 years. He does the most wonderful, wonderful flower arrangements. He's an international national judge and demonstrator and he travels absolutely all over the world. But as a special gesture to the club, we were able to get him well in advance and he's kindly accepted our invitation to give a demonstration, which normally compose of at least five or six flower arrangements. Usually, well, you, you couldn't go home on a bicycle because the arrangements are so, so large. We've had to limit numbers mainly because he is so popular. It's, it's really members only. Um, we normally have visitors who pay six pound. Well, it's not that we're putting people off, but we're trying to limit numbers because we know we would be overflowing with people. So the special event with Michael Bowyer will take place on Tuesday 25th of April at the Hinton Hall at 7.15pm. You will have to plead with Tricia Carroll if you want to come as a guest. If you're not already a member, please phone her on 01747 871 954. And now for the rest of the Watsons with our special guest presenter for this week, Louis Davison. On Wednesday 26th of April, from 10 to 11.30am, Tisbury Tots meet at the Methodist Church on the High Street and Tisbury Memory Group meets at Hinton Hall on the same day from 10 till 12. On Thursday the 27th to Saturday 29th at Victoria Hall, TAG presents Can I Ask You a Question? It's an ensemble comedy set in a village hall during a quiz night. Six characters whose own frustrations and secrets spill over during the course of the evening. The bar opens at 7pm, curtain up at 7.30. Pie and mash will be served during the interval. £12 inclusive of meal. Booking is essential. Please visit www.tisburyartsgroup.co.uk or ring 0300 302 3090 for tickets. On Saturday 29th of April, from 10 to 11am, there's a country market at Victoria Hall. On the same day, Saturday 29th, the Wiley Valley Art Trail begins and lasts until the 8th of May all over the area. 73 venues and more than 240 artists show their work in exhibitions, open studios, galleries and workshops. From jewellery and pottery on Tisbury High Street to painting and etchings on Tisbury Row. And from painted furniture in Fonthill Gifford to photography and water, our area has it all. On Sunday the 30th, 
From 10am till 5pm, there's a charity open day at Font Hill Abbey Grounds. Also on Sunday, the 30th, the new Vic will be showing The Marriage of Figaro, direct from the Royal Opera House. With more twists than a page boy's stockings, the story of Mozart's comic opera will surprise and delight you at every turn. It lasts four hours, with a two intervals, and for tickets, please visit www.newvictisbury.com. And of course, on Monday the 1st of May, there's the historical Anstey May Day celebrations, with the May Day procession, crowning of the May Queen, Maypole dancing, Morris dancing, music by Tatty Bogle, a bar, some food, and a variety of stores. Finally, also on Monday the 1st of May, at 5.30pm, there's a guided bird walk at Walmead Farm, organised by Peter Shalcross, with ecologist Nick Adams. To minimise disturbance, there is a limit to numbers on this walk. To reserve a place, please visit www.tisburynaturalhistory.com. That's all. Enjoy your week. And to end the show, we thought we'd play you a lovely bit of the Dawn Chorus, recorded in Warder a couple of days ago. That's all from us this week. So we've been Mary Myers and Julianne Murphy. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact us on tistalkradio at gmail.com. You can listen every week to a new episode of Tistalk and you can find any episode you've missed at tistalk.buzzsprout.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for Tistalk, that's all one word. And also look out for us on the Nextdoor app. And now also on Instagram on Tistalk Radio. So do listen in next week for more stories from Tisbury. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.